This is part three of a three-part series on the dimensions of living the epic life. So if you haven't yet listened to one and two, I suggest you go back and listen to those first. Otherwise, there'll be a huge missing. Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend. As I said at the beginning, this is part three of a three-part series, so I'm just going to assume that you've listened to the other two, and we'll just step right in to the next dimension. Dimension number 13, desire. Desire is the great equalizer, and it is a force to be reckoned with. About seven or eight podcasts back, uh, the three things you need to accomplish anything, I talk about the how-to, want-to, chance-to, the molecule of achievement. And it's the idea that you need three things in order to accomplish anything. You need to have the how-to, the desire-to, and the opportunity-to. If you have no idea how you're going to go about it, you have no idea how the stars are going to align to present the opportunity, if you have a strong enough desire, you can pull all the elements to you. That is law of attraction. So you visualize the successful completion. The unconscious mind does not know the difference between an image that is vividly imagined and a real experience because you take everything that's out there in the external world and you repackage it in your mind, visually, auditorily, and through sensation or feeling. So if you vividly imagine something, it just thinks you're having another experience. And this is how you build desire. Visualizing things exactly the way you want it to happen and getting excited about it happening the way you see it in your mind. You program your mind and body because it does not know the difference. It doesn't know you're just picturing things. It thinks you have a real desire, a real experience. Okay, moving right along to number 14, dimension 14, the power of now. Get out of your head because you're usually thinking, like if we're thinking, we're in the past. Because we're processing, we're just milliseconds behind the moment anytime we process a thought. So we actually have to be thoughtless and be in the moment. I have a, a mindfulness meditation. Go to yesdaniel.com and you can download a free meditation. And it is a practice of being in the moment. Focus, and I just guide you and you just go point your mind where I tell you to point it. You have to actually lose your mind, lose you know perception of your mind thinking. The sages say that in order to find God, you have to lose your mind. It is beyond the conscious perception. It lies inside. God, God is all that is. The universe lies within you, beyond your conscious mind. And you can only access by immersing yourself in the moment with no thought. And when you're completely in the moment, you lose your story. The story of how you got here, all the things that happened to you in the past are gone. They vaporize. The future that hasn't happened yet is gone. All you have is right 
now. This is your point of power right now. Okay, moving on. We're, we're making good progress here. Dimension number 15. Be a competitor. But I don't want you to compete against other people. I want you to know who the real competitor is, and that is yourself. It is being just a little bit better today than you were yesterday and being a little bit better tomorrow than you were today. It is the magic 10%. Seek to improve, let's say, we'll make it easy on you, 2 to 10% every day. 2 to 10% better every day. If you're constantly improving a little bit more than before, before you know it, you'll be head and shoulders above the competition while never focusing on the competition. This goes hand in hand with never comparing yourself to somebody else because frankly, nobody is better qualified to be you than you. And when we compare ourselves to others, we typically make two gross mistakes. We overestimate the other person's ability. We overestimate the ease and grace that another person lives their life. And we underestimate our own power to make a difference. We underestimate our own ability. So don't compete against anybody but yourself. Dimension number 16, high practice. Now, this is quality over quantity. Because if practice is all it took, everyone would be a champion. Now, high practice is in the realm of high performance, peak performance, of really taking on a skill and taking it to the the next level. It's actually something that I specialize in. Put another way, in the context of athletics, uh, always practice as if it's a game situation. Commit to your practice 100%. Don't do it half-assed. Oh, it's only practice. No, you want to put yourself completely in it, mind, body, and spirit. Feel the emotions. Feel the joy in it. And then to counterbalance the practice is integration and recovery, allowing your other-than-conscious mind to process the new information and integrate the new behavior, the new skill, into your being. Jack Nicholson, the great golfer, said that, I never took a shot, not even in practice, without first vividly seeing the path of the ball and the feeling of the successful completion of the shot. High practice. Okay, moving on to dimension number 17 is follow through. Most people want the best, but they're not willing to go the distance. Now, a practical metaphor of this is running a race. You've noticed that, you know, when they got the string across the finish line and someone is running, they tell the runner to run past the tape, past the line. Because if you run to the line, you inevitably pull up, slow up just before the finish line. So they train runners to run at least two to three feet beyond the finish line. When I have people bust through a board with their fist, I have them visualize in their mind their hand going beyond the board, eight inches beyond the board. If you think of, if you're trying to break a board and you just imagine in your head, your fist just meeting the board, you will not hit it with enough force to break the board. This also goes in the context of being willing to do whatever it takes to succeed. 
Now, I don't mean like something immorally, but to go through anything, any obstacle in order to get the result that you want. If there's some intention, some goal that you have in your head, but in your mind you have some aspect of getting that or achieving that that you find uncomfortable, that you don't really want to do, that will be the thing that stops you. So it's being prepared to go the extra mile. Now, that phrase, going the extra mile, comes from Christ when he was said that if a Roman soldier shows up at your house asking for some water, invite him in for dinner. If he asks for a place to lay his head for a nap, invite him to spend the night. If he asks you to carry his shield for a mile, carry it for another mile. Go the extra mile. You see, when you're prepared to go the extra mile and make it a practice, you know, it's actually building the muscle of going the extra mile. It is never, ever a chore to do a little bit more, a little bit extra. So again, dimension 17, follow through, go the extra mile, be prepared to go just beyond and see it through till the end and beyond. Okay. Dimension number 18 Take the shortcut to success by modeling excellence. Use a coach or a mentor. Now, I'm a coach, but you don't need a coach. You can figure it out on your own. But I tell you, it's going to take you five times longer, for sure. Maybe not five times, maybe ten. Maybe you won't get there at all. I know for myself, when I did not seek out a coach, when I did not take on coaching, when I wasn't modeling other people that were doing what I wanted to do, it took me a lot longer. So you don't need a coach. You don't need a mentor. But a coach or a mentor can point out blind spots, can point out things that you don't see. And one little, what I call the critical difference, you know, one little difference can make all the difference in the world. And you won't discover that on your own, or you may take you five times longer to do that. So seek out a coach, seek out a mentor that can assist you in getting where you want to go faster. Take a course. You can copy somebody else's process. You do not have to reinvent the wheel. It takes you longer to reinvent the wheel. Borrow other people's successes. There's a cookie cutter approach to almost anything, and you can apply it. You can use your own flair, you can do it in your own way, but somebody else somewhere on the planet has done what you want to do. So seek them out, buy the book, buy the course, and don't waste years meandering on your own when you have somebody else that can show you a map and say, go here, take this road, not that road. That road, <laughs> that road sucks. And when you're working with a mentor, when you're working with a coach, when you're, when you're modeling somebody else that has done it, you don't have to do everything they do. You don't have to copy them verbatim. Take the best aspects of what they have and leave the rest. But sometimes we don't know what the best is until we copy it all. And then we can adjust and weed things out as we go. It is the fastest way to learn. Kids do it all the time. When kids are five, six, seven years old, they take on beliefs. You took on beliefs. You modeled behavior. You modeled how people process anger. You modeled how people respond in joy. You modeled how to handle difficulty. You modeled how to eat with a fork and a spoon, how to use a cup. 
virtually all your behavior has been modeled by watching other people. And that's why as a parent, it doesn't matter much what you say, but what you do that teaches your children. So dimension 19, we're coming down the home stretch, and that is laugh and enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. If you're going to be serious, have serious fun about what you're doing with love. Happiness is not the result of external events. It's your interpretation. It is a decision that you make of a way of traveling. It is not a destination. It's a way of being. And it makes all the difference because you can take that feeling wherever you go. You don't have to have certain things happen in order for you to have fun or to be happy or arrive at a sense of satisfaction. You just get to decide. Now, I have a practice when I teach my meditation students to shift their state by consciously belly laughing. It changes your biochemistry. It changes everything, your breathing. It loads endorphins into your system. It's the fastest way. I'm going to do it. I have to do it. I already said that I would, but I haven't done it. I'm going to do a YouTube video in the next week, and it'll be on my YouTube channel of me just laughing. And you can laugh along with me. But before I end this dimension, you know why angels can fly, don't you? Because they take themselves lightly. Dimension number 20. Master the communication process. The quality of your life is the quality of your communication. It is the gateway to amazing relationships, not only with other people, but with yourself. Every breakdown in a relationship more than likely is a breakdown in communicating how you're feeling or interpreting how the other person is feeling. I can vividly remember sitting in divorce court when my first marriage was ending at about age 30. And it was almost cliche as couple after couple, lawyer after lawyer, when the judge asked, why is this marriage ending? The answer was, there was a breakdown in communication, a failure to communicate. Now, the subject of communication and developing effective communication skills is a rather broad subject and is easily covered in a course rather than just a mention on a podcast. So while it's easily a skill that you can work on the rest of your life, I'm going to leave you with two ideas from two different people. One is Dale Carnegie in How to Win Friends and Influence People. Become more interested than interesting. And Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. Become more interested than interesting. And seek first to understand, then to be understood. Dimension 21. Define the context of winning. In my workshops, I love asking people, how would you like the secret to win every time? And everyone raises their hand. Then I say, how many of you would pay $10,000 to learn the secret of how to win every time? And a few people put down their hand and I say, really? If you could win every time, that wouldn't be worth $10,000 to you? And then they raise their hand. And then I say, to win every time, 
simply compete against someone that is inferior to you. Set the bar so low that it's inevitable that you'll win. And invariably, I get a look of disgust from every person because they realize that is not really that much fun, you know, beating up against someone, you know, much less skilled than you. I say, I tell people that I usually like to compete against seven-year-olds because I can usually kick seven-year-old butts all over the place. I'm just kidding. So let's say that the real goal is to grow and to become better. So we want to actually compete against people that are better than us, that will stretch our ability, that perhaps we'll even lose the majority of the time. But in playing someone better, we actually improve in our skills. So the real secret of winning every time is to set the context, set the criteria for what means a win for you. And it doesn't have to be the brass cup. It doesn't have to be, you know, the victory circle. Let's say that you're running a marathon, perhaps maybe even for the first time, and you know that you're not going to be able to run it in the two hours or slightly over two hour mark. And maybe your goal to win is to simply finish. Maybe it's the goal to finish in the top 50%. Maybe it's the goal to place in the top five in your age group. You see, no matter what you're participating in, whether it's marathon or something else, is that you can always set the criteria for what a win is for you. And this goes back hand in hand with uh, competing against yourself. You set the criteria. You just want to be better than you were yesterday You get to decide what a win is. And so when you set up a series of wins for yourself, you create momentum, acceleration and velocity that happens for you. And you start moving faster in life, accumulating faster, attracting more. It's like a snowball going downhill. Before you know it, it's an avalanche. Number 22, dimension number 22, let it be easy. I mean, really, Let go of the struggle and just let it be easy. Let things flow. Let it be easy. Take the attitude that you're not going to over effort, but you're going to have fun and allow it to be easy. If you're manifesting a million dollars, let it be easy. Why make it really hard? Let it be easy. Don't use the plan that requires 10 years of struggle and failed businesses but let it be easy. Take the easy path. There is an easy path. And when you orient your mind to finding the easy path, the simple path, the path of least resistance, the one that's most elegant for you, then that's a whole different experience in life. Life doesn't have to be hard. It can be easy if you allow it to be. Dimension number 23, and that is to not give a darn what other people think about you. To run your life according to your inner signals. And don't allow other people to influence you on what is the best way for you. Stop trying to be something else other than what you are for other people. It is not your job to please them. It is your job to live the best life possible for you on your own terms. When I was younger, and I've said this before, I was somewhat of a chameleon. I would morph into what I thought other people wanted, primarily partners, you know, female partners. What did you want from me? What did you, 
how do you want me to behave? And, and that was largely the downfall of my marriage the first time around, is that I was not being me. I was not being my unleashed expression. I wasn't being my true self. It was almost uncomfortable for her to be with who I really wanted to be, how I really wanted to be expressed. And once I realized that I was not being myself and could admit it to her, we both understood that we just were not a good fit. And then she confessed to me that she wasn't being herself. (laughs) And it's no wonder we ended up parting ways. She's a wonderful woman. She's made a wonderful wife to her new husband. But But in the end, we just didn't really fit each other. So there you go. There's 23 dimensions that if you incorporate them in your life, make them a practice in your day-to-day. Make them a part of your thinking. They will definitely create an extraordinary experience as you travel from birth to death. And as I say that, death could probably be number 24. Having a relationship with your mortality and really becoming connected to the fact that you will be dying. You are terminal at some point. So it is not fear, so it is not death that you should fear, but it is in not living fully in the time that you're here. Now, I understand that I glossed over many of these concepts and just gave you a couple minutes on each topic, and we will definitely dive deeper uh, on every one of these topics. And if you enroll yourself in the and if you enroll yourself in the aligned self and if you enroll yourself in the aligned self coaching program, this is actually something that will integrate and make a part of your consciousness, along with many, many other things. But for reference but for reference, I suggest you download the PDF that lists all 23 dimensions of living the epic life. <coughs> and I guess I should mention that if the Aligned Self program is out of reach for you, this is all these dimensions are covered in my course, The Unified Mind. But that list is available, but that list. <coughs> But that list is available at yesdaniel.com backslash 21. So thank you for your listening. Until next time, this is Daniel Danovi suggesting you follow your bliss, live your life according to inner signals, and live the epic life.